All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, October 6th of 2023, last show of the week. For those of you who are tuning in regularly, uh, just reminding you all, we do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. So if you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, today is the day to get those questions answered. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, a show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. We'll get to all the questions before the end of the show, as always. But uh, if you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. Get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, uh, release notes channels, see when bug fixes go live, see when new features are added to the app. Can't say enough good things about the Discord. But looking ahead to uh, the weekend here, no DFS today, but we have a huge just platter of DFS sports and contests for you over the weekend. If you guys are not signed up with SaberSim, we do have a five-day free trial, which you can find in the description. And probably today is the day that I would recommend signing up because looking ahead, we have a, or actually we have a two-game college football slate today, but we have the 12-game college football main slate on Saturday. We have a four-game MLB playoff slate on Saturday. We have a 12-fight MMA card on Saturday. We have a, a Week 5 NFL main slate, as always. We have a cup race on Sunday for NASCAR, and we also have Formula 1 uh, on Sunday as well. So, like, so many sports coming at you. I might have even missed eSports here, but if you are not signed up with Saber Sim, I would say uh, check us out. Check out our free trial. We support all of those uh, sports that I just listed. So no better time to join up and see what we are about. But before we get started, just want to remind you guys, as always, before Sunday, if you guys are not signed up for our weekly max challenge, get signed up. The link to this page is in the description of the of this video. Just click this green enter the challenge button. It will take you to our sign up form. But free promotion giveaway we do during the NFL season get access to weekly prizes, season-long prizes. All you have to do is use the Saberson logo as your avatar, fill out our short form, and Max enter one of the DraftKings Mini Max contests for the Sunday main slate. We've already had one person win a championship belt, and we are looking forward to giving out more this NFL season. But with that being said, going to get Saberson pulled up here, and we are going to jump right in. Our first question came in from Jim, and question says hey i have been doing pretty well in baseball lately any additional advice for playoff baseball for FanDuel and owner's box would be greatly appreciated we look uh looking at anything for different playoff baseball thanks okay great question uh so we did cover this a little bit i believe in uh yesterday's show or, or the day before here so really and also guys um i'm gonna be, i'm gonna be coming out with an mlb showdown video that should be out soon kind of talking showdown strategy you know getting into the playoffs going to get a to a lot of uh showdown slates and the price pools are generally going to be bigger than what you saw in the regular season so that should be coming out just adds up for you guys but something i covered in that video that that i'll reiterate here since it's not out yet is really just looking at um if you can predict well well i'll talk about showdown first so if you if you can figure out a way to get an edge predicting who is going to be pitching right and relief pitchers are huge in showdown they can uh, eat up innings they can uh, get you a lot of points at very low ownership right so trying to get an edge there uh understanding team tendencies right who is most likely to be pinch hit for right are there guys that are switch hitters that are never going to be pinch hit for are there uh players who like are there you know big three right um some guys that come to mind marcus Semyon, 
Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia, probably not guys that they're going to pinch in for, but you know, some of their other, you know, back of the order guys, uh, Hey, they might be more likely to be pinch hit from. So maybe you want to limit your exposure to some of those players. So looking at, uh, you know, how many pitches are this team allowing their starters to go? How many innings are they allowing their starter to go? Is, is he on a short lease? Is he on a long leash, right? Does that lead to capped upside? Does that lead to uncapped upside, right? Do they want him to go the whole distance? Uh, Maybe, you know, they don't trust their bullpen and they want to get as many innings out of their starter as possible, right? So looking at those nuances, having a small, uh, having a hand in the dirt approach and finding those small details can really help you in playoff baseball, in my opinion, especially as these slates get uh, smaller and smaller, right? Less and less teams, but really good question to get us started. Next question here from Black Mamba. Question says, if you build a set of lineups for a three max, 20 max, and there are a few lineups that you want to discard, can you go over the process of picking more lineups from your pool? How far down in my pool should I go lineup wise? Okay, good question here. So like, let's say say I'm building lineups, right? For this uh, London showdown here, I'm just going to build... 500 lineups and then just going to kick this off. So really it comes down to a couple things here. I'd say that if you are using contest sims, you can use the ROI metrics as a measuring stick about how far down in your pool you want to go. If you're not using those, I would try and stay within the top 25 to 50% of my pool and really just capitalizing on the Sabre score grading lineup grading metric, right? So what we're going to do, we're going to build all 500 lineups and then Saber score is going to go in and then grade the lineups and then sort them from, you know, best to worst. Right. And we come up with the Saber score grading metric based on contest sim back testing. Right. So this Saber score, if you click on it, we're using the single game metric for this showdown, which makes sense. So these lineups are graded based on that metric. I think it's important to uh, utilize that metric and not just kind of throw it out the window by playing all these lineups that are very low in your pool. Right. They are low for a reason. So, if I have this 20 max here and then I start to make adjustments, maybe I want to increase my bin uniques, right? I'm going to see how far down in my pool that takes me. Okay, I'm at 53. So out of 500, that's about the top 10% of my my pool. I'm still good with that, right? And then uh, further adjustments. Maybe I don't want to play anybody more than 10% captain, right? So then I'm going to set some max exposure adjustments. And then remember, you can right-click on max exposure Go to the right-hand side. You can set a global max exposure. So maybe I would say uh, no more than 10% for anybody, right? And then I'm going to see, you know, how far down in my pool am I, am I going now? So 65. So I'd be fine with that, right? I would say uh, um, for this 500 lineup pool, staying in the top 250 lineups, half of the pool is probably fine. But understand uh, the the what your changes are doing to your lineup pool, right? If you go through here and you have lineup 250, lineup 249, lineup 248, lineup 247, Chances are your your changes that you're making are making the builder go that far. You have to make a conscious decision whether you are okay with that or whether you want to walk back some of those changes, get some higher graded lineups. But that is a uh, you know build to build process by process, case by case kind of thing that you need to handle uh, and just pay attention to those details. All right, another question from Black Mamba. Question says. I have one more question. Let's say you're a fan of an NFL team. Are there any recommendations you have to not let your fandom for a team cloud your judgment when building NFL lineups? I think this is a great question. And you know what? I might have different opinions about this than other people. Um, 
some people are just playing DFS for fun, right? DFS is a form of entertainment. It is something to have a little bit of a sweat on a game for, for, for a lot of people, you know, they're not making a living playing DFS, right? So if you want to uh, favor your team, I think that Saberson can help you do that, right? And if you're going to do that, let's say that you are a Panthers fan, like, like our man, Will on the data team, right? Will is a Panthers fan. So what I would not do is come in here and boost their team total, boost their player projections, et cetera, right? I would, I would, I would highly recommend against doing that. But let's say, you know, you want some Panthers lineups. Uh, you want to be able to cheer for them as part of your lineup set and as part of your fandom, right? Uh, what do you do? Well, what I what I would suggest doing is just running a build with as minimal changes as possible and then going into the post build. And then seeing how many shares of Carolina stacks or or players that you end up having, right? And the great thing about doing this is that you know that the lineups that were generated, one, you didn't apply any bias. And then two, there are game sims backing up that outcome that you are taking advantage of. So all you were saying is like, hey, there are so many shares of Carolina that showed up in the Sims. And I am just going to use those rather than artificially inflating projections because I am a fan of this team. Right. So then I would go to my team stacks. I would go down here and find Carolina. There are eight lineups of Carolina. Right. So what I would do is use the magnifying glass to just zone in on these eight lineups. And then they're down here in the pool. And then I would look at them. Right. So do they fit our guidelines? Are they still in the top 50% of the pool? This one is right. Rank 145. It is a QB plus two highly correlated stack. I have even secondary correlation between Alvin Kamara and the Saints defense. I think this lineup's fine, right? And then what I would do is just use the lock icon. And then now this lineup is going to be a part of my set of lineups, right? I'm going to look at this next one. Uh, number 211, okay? Uh, I'm good with that, right? Uh, 329, maybe a little too far in my pool. But hey, at least now in my 20 lineups... I have 10% Carolina stacks. That gives me a little bit something to root for in my fandom. And then that um, also, you know, I'm not being super biased here. These, these lineups were generated from the Sims naturally here, and then I'm okay playing it. So that's the approach I would take is, is, is use the Sims for the bias that you have that Saberson gives you that fit kind of some of your parameters that you're trying to build with. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong at all to go in here and go and and, and search out those stacks and then basically judge them and then figure out if you do want to play them, right? I mean, there were eight Carolina stacks total and we only took two. So I think that's a fine, um, you know, middle of the road kind of agreement there. All right. A couple questions here from Sammy. Question says, for NFL, while looking at stacks, is there a way to see which plays you have while checking the stack exposures as well as team example. Can I see if Miami have any QB plus one with a run back or any other primary stack numbers to address their exposure as a whole? Thanks. Is there a way? Okay. So it goes into a second question, but let's talk about this one. So what I would do is if you guys didn't know when you filter for a team or a stack exposure, the other exposures adjust for that. So the way I would describe this, right? I have, if I look at my 500 lineups in my pool, I have 37 lineups with Miami, right? So then when I click this, actually, it, it's probably easier to just, no, I, I'm going to leave it at 20, actually. So when I filter for Miami, so then now it's going to zone in on those 37 lineups, right? I could see my pool number down here. 
Um, in my pool, it says 37, right? Just removing the question really quick so you guys can see that. And then when I go to my stacks, well, hey, now these are going to be, they should be updated, right? And actually, dang, I don't know if these are updated. Okay, so I don't think these are updating. They normally should, though. So I'm going to make a note here that these lineups are not updating because I think that's a bug. So uh, exposures, not updating when filter on. Um, so, so normally what I would expect is like, hey, we zoned in on Miami and then the exposures adjust for these 37 Miami lineups. So like the fact that it's still showing some of these guys in – Okay, so it's doing it for the two lineups, but I don't think it's doing it for all of them. So then let's let's just try this. Let's change the pool number to the same as the my lineup. So then now my lineups and my pool are the same here, right? And then when I go to Miami, no, that seems weird as well. Um, did I type it wrong? No. So. I don't know exactly what's going on here. So I will look into it and find out, but it seems a little strange overall here. So what I would expect is that you filter for Miami, you can come over here and then you can say, Hey, from the 37, uh, you know, there are so many X, Y, Z actually. Okay. So, so this is working here. So this lineup exposure, if you add these up 24, 33, 34. Nah, the math's not working out perfectly. Okay, I don't want to waste any more time on this one, so I will figure out what's going on and report back to you guys. Second question here was, is there a way to make product ownership a metric? I've watched the review week four video and Max kept saying product ownership where he where he's seen it from. So yes, so uh, we represent product ownership as geometric mean. If you are on the pro or ultimate plan, you should have access to build custom metrics here. It's basically just a custom metric. So then you come into your lineup sorting metrics, you go to add metric here. And then when you click this, you get this pop-up and then you basically just write one that says my own from this drop-down product geo mean. And you do the value and the value is going to calculate it for the given lineup. And then you can just name it whatever you want. So I have one here that says geo mean. So then the great thing about writing a custom metric is then you can filter for it. So if you go to filters, you're going to see that as an option in your in your drop down here to be able to filter from once that custom metric is built. So that is how you do that. All right. Those are all the questions in the office hours channel, jumping over to the discord question from M Jackson says is smart strategy to match exposures to ownership and then just exposures from there. I've never tinkered with the match exposure to ownership option, but considering it. So I would say that the match exposure to ownership option is good for creating a custom field. Say you have ownership projections that are different than what SaberSim has, and you prefer your ownership projections, right? For whatever reason. The match exposure to ownership option is basically like, hey, you upload your custom ownership, right? And then you're going to see all of these, you know, green and red boxes uh, showcasing that your ownership is different, right? And then once you do that, just uploading ownership has no effect on the field lineups. You need to create new field lineups, so the way you do that is use the match exposure to ownership option here, setting a range above and below the ownership as a threshold here. And then from there, you're going to get these minimax exposure thresholds. 
And then from there, you can build a new set of lineups and then this will be your new uh, custom field, right? So one thing that I would always recommend doing with this that I, that I do if I'm building a custom field is scrolling down to these guys that have very low ownership here because 15% might work for somebody who's 30% owned, but it doesn't work as well for somebody who's expected to be around 1% owned or 0% owned. So like these guys that are all zero to 1% like in the zero to 1% ownership range, they could easily come in 0% owned. So I like to go through all these guys that are 0% owned and set their minimum exposure to zero and then set their maximum exposure to something like 2% um, because at 0.4, you're basically forcing the builder to play these guys and, and it's not for certain that they're going to end up in lineups. So I like setting their minimum exposure to zero, even for the guys that are 1% owned, setting them to like, 1% to 4%, um, that just helps the builder to easily match your exposures a little bit better. For those smaller ranges, it can get really, really weird. So there's just some notes there. But the only time I'm using match exposure to ownership is when I'm trying to do this. I can see a case for that if you're like, hey, I want to play very close to the field. I just think that, you know, uh, you're not going to get a ton of leverage here. Maybe in a sport like golf, you could experiment with that. And then maybe even putting these ranges a little bit higher, maybe like 25% above or below ownership here uh, for something like golf might work. But for NFL main slate, uh, not something I totally recommend here. Yinkst said, you guys have a great product. I wish I had the time available to continue my subscription. I'll figure out a way and be back. Well, hey, man, we look forward to having you back. Um, we definitely think we are the most time sensitive optimizer in the industry, not having to set a bunch of rules and groups to build lineups that have a good chance of winning your contest here. We think that uh, our optimizer is built to win GPPs and that is the focus. We are not solving a knapsack problem. We are not trying to fit as many projected points into your lineup as possible. We are really trying to build you the lineups with high upside to win these GPPs. So we look forward to having you back. All right. Uh, that was actually our last question in both the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. Great show today, everybody. We'll be right back here Monday. I wish you guys luck over the weekend. We named uh, so many different sports happening this weekend. One more time, if you guys aren't signed up with Saberson, want to check us out. This seems like a perfect weekend to do so. There's a five-day free trial in the description of this video. Until Monday, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.